We now return to Beyond Synth. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is episode 15. This is our Christmas episode. This is our season finale. And I know I'm saying our, when clearly it's just me. I'm your host, Dandy Last. Welcome to Beyond Synth. This is a very special episode, and I'm happy that it it is actually the season finale because it is my personal favorite. It just so happened to work out that way, and I enjoy ending things on what I would consider a high. I had a lot of fun talking to my guests on the show today, who are Lucasette. And uh, if you've listened to these guys, you know that they are super talented, and uh, they're just really funny dudes, and we had a lot of fun. So before I get to that, I should acknowledge that this episode is incredibly vulgar. Um, I had a decision to make, a decision that I've been putting off all season in regards to what words I will allow on the show and what words I will censor. And it has come up several times in certain conversations where I made a decision and, say, removed certain things or whatever. So I understand that when you cross a threshold, um, you might as well acknowledge it. So I will say that this show is coming to you completely uncensored. So I'm basically telling you this because there is a chance that there are some words in this episode that you may find offensive. And I am, of course, talking about the C word. Um, but it's all in context and very funny, and I decided at the last minute, not at the last minute, this was actually a, a decision. I sat and I pondered. So picture me wearing, like, one of those, like, kind of sweater vests with a tie and, like, smoking a pipe next to a fire going, like, hmm, you know, do I censor it? Do I keep it in? And to me, it just was so much funnier letting everything play, and, um, that's the decision I've made. So going forward, I just want to make it absolutely clear, Beyond Synth is not a show for the ears of children. This is an explicit podcast, explicitly getting down to brass tacks and talking to the kick-ass people who make the kick-ass music. And speaking of which, we're going to get two great things today. One is uh, at the end of the show, I'm going to be playing a preview of a track from Lucasette's upcoming album, which isn't even coming out until sometime in 2014. I don't even think they know when it's coming out. And also a preview of a track that they will be releasing very soon, which is a cover of Only You by Yazoo, which, and they did a great job. It's pretty cool. So let's take a listen to a little bit of that and then join me for my conversation with Lucasette. Needed for another day And all I ever 
Right, let's fucking do this shit, bollocks. Okay, so let me get a handle on this here. Joe. Yeah. How's it going? Hello. <laughs> so I got I got to get a handle on who's who here. So Joe and James, let me hear you both so I figure out who the fuck is what. Do it in unison or? Well, that would be <laughs> counterintuitive. So I'm James. Okay, hey James. I'm Joe. Oh, sorry, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, sorry, again. Sorry, again. Sorry, again. Sorry, again. Go, go. Right, you go, Andy. Well, I know who I am. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> okay, good to do a fucking test right now. Hello, my name is... Right, who's, who's that? That's Andy trying to do a Cockney accent. Oh, right. fucking okay. dire at it. Is that Cockney? I think it's Bul- Bulgarian, but you're doing all right. Which one is um is the one I do when I play Call of Duty with you? Or, or a fucking Battlefield? You're, you're, you're Cockney. So that's the... Uh, what the fuck are you doing, you cunt? <laughs> What's that supposed to be? <laughs> that's the one. What the fuck are you doing, you stupid cunt? <laughs> <laughs> That's alright, isn't it? Let's fucking do this well, interview, you twat! Alright, so... <laughs> but the thing is, though, his vocabulary for a cockney is just twat, cunt, yeah. and let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do that. <laughs> you know that classic cockney phrase? <laughs> so, right, Joe is more of a warm voice, right? Really, is like... And then, mm. and then James is more nasally. Mm. Like that, there you go. Actually, say something there, James. Mm. Oh, I don't like calling him by his real name, though. It's confusing. What we might tend to do, Andy, is call each other John. Which will make editing a bloody <laughs> Which will make your job difficult, but um, that's just how it goes. So that's James talking there. Yeah, it's the nasal. That's the nasal mm. boy. I'll try and do a nasally effect after mm-hmm. every sentence. <laughs> Wait, do you dudes have the same regional accent or is it different? No, it's all the same. No, we've, all, we've all got the same it's accent. pretty yeah. similar, yeah. We're all quite northern. But mine seems to be a lot stronger than that I've been living down London. You're trying too hard. Trying too hard, lad. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so... I'll do my official uh, opening here. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. It, we might never get to it if we if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm li- I'm nearly out of memory already recording this shit. <laughs> Do we need to keep quiet when the music plays? What music? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll edit that in. It's all done in post. I know, but you never fucking know we're Canadians, do you? I don't know, is there a stereotype for not doing things in post with Canadians? Have you seen... I don't know if you guys are getting the news from my fucking city right now, but our our mayor, okay, like the mayor of Toronto, uh, is like yeah. this big yeah, clown it. sort of crackhead character mm. who's been busted. There's a video of him smoking crack. Oh, that's nice. He admitted it last week, finally, and now there's all these scandals coming out, and here's what he said. There's a clip you can see on the internet, which is amazing, even though the dude's a clown. Someone in, in his office some lady said he tried to fucking, you know, he, he came on to her, okay? And she had this quote saying he, he said that he wanted to eat her pussy, okay? He said that quote, repeated it verbatim to reporters today. You know, like how politicians usually avoid saying those sorts of things? Like they would say, you know, there have been some allegations about me in the news <laughs> and um, I just want to address the rumors or whatever. Here's what he said. He looks at the reporters and says, there's been uh, talk uh, that she said that I wanted to eat her pussy. Um, I would never say something like that. I've, I'm happily married. I've got plenty to eat at home. And then he walked away. <laughs> Sounds like a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got my fucking vote. I'm here today with the members. I'm just going to start. Is that okay? <laughs> you know, people have been wanting this. Do you understand? 
<laughs> of the fucking four people that listen to my podcast, there's one of them who keeps pestering me to have Lucasette on. Careful, because if you start slagging him off, you're going to lose him, and then you're going to have three people. <laughs> <laughs> have, we, have, have we actually started the interview? I've now? been recording for ages. Is this the interview now, Andy? Because, you know, I, I'm already stressed out as it is. <laughs> This is going to be a long, long recording. <laughs> what if Adam starts, like, uh, you know... Playing with myself. T- no, t- taking loads of crack and saying he'll eat pussy and stuff. <laughs> and probably get and elected. Like... <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's start afresh. This is going to be the silliest one I've ever done. <laughs> Starting now. Okay, I'm here today with the members of Le Cassette. I'll introduce you sort of one by one here. So there's Adam McNabb. Yeah, it's me. It's Adam. I'm Adam. I'm Adam. Hello. How are you doing? And then there's uh, Joe Wood. Hello. And then there's, how do you say your last name? Nalipa, like that? Nalipa. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, James Nalipa. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> your voice is break, man. <laughs> I think so. Stop bullying Stop bullying oh, him. Oh, oh. It's real good when you... It's, we can't even make it through the opening. It's a pleasure to meet you, Andy, lad. Hello. Pleasure. Hi. 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 <laughs> I'll just let this roll. It's, I'm fine with it. Right, all right, all right. Okay, this to, I'm just waiting for this to pass. Okay. Right, come on. Oh come on, start again. Let's start again. If you're hoping for me to rein right. this in, I'm not going to do that. You're going to oh. have to. Well, you're going to have a long night, my friend. You're going to have, have a long, long night. night. What is this pink thing? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that can be misinterpreted. <laughs> What's this pink thing? Put it back in. Yeah. Well, it should have been quite quiet then. <laughs> it's just been quiet. Right. Okay. 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 I'll tell you a little anecdote how I lost the file that had my questions on it. Oh. I can tell you the whole thing or I can just get to the point where I lost it. I formatted my computer the other day and usually I like to prepare some questions. You know, I somehow when mm. I formatted my computer, that part got erased. Fuck. So we're just going to make it up as we go and it's <laughs> going to be fine. And I mean, I want you guys to make up your own past. Okay, so this is not irrelevant then, this this interview about us then. It would just make it up. I like to do things where it's like I mix in like questions with the music would say, what the fuck's your name? And then you would say okay. your name, you know, like questions like that. Deep, hard-hitting questions. What's your favorite color? Well, that's deep, lad. Mm, I love a bit of pink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what I am. Sort of a brown. So your color's brown. James's is pink. Mm. I, I think I'm going to have to go for red. Danger. A bit of danger. You know what I mean? Mm. I know what you mean. What about you, Andy? I'm one of those cheaters. You know, when I say my favorite's black and then there'll be like some idiot who's like... Racist. It's not a fucking color, man. It's a shade. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm that guy who says that. Then I'll go with blue. I've never said that in my life. No, color's a color, innit? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's... um. Let's rein it in a bit here. You should have really just written them down, Andy, these questions. Come on, lad. <laughs> Come on. Maybe we so... could make up the questions and then answer them. Mm. For, for him. He could just listen in. <laughs> and you don't need to be here if you don't want to, Andy. <laughs> we could just we'll just do this ourselves if you want, man. Can someone just do an impression of me then? At least then I can... Hi, my name's Andy Synth. <laughs> I love that I have two Facebook accounts, okay? So my Andy Synth account is just the one that I did Beyond Synth with, but I never intended people to say that to me. I just didn't put my real name because it sounds stupid as fuck. <laughs> well, it's too late now. 
My name is Andy Synth, and I've got one testicle bigger than the other. Don't we all? What? Yeah, we do, actually. That's, that is correct. That is a Wikipedia fact. <laughs> Let's talk about Le Cassette. How do you guys know each other? I used to go to college with Joe. Yes. I've worked with Adam in the past. In a pub. In a pub. As a pot wash. As a pot wash. Yeah. That was very succinct, really. Me and James finished uni and didn't really see much of each other, but then you and McNabb uh, did stuff. Yeah, we did. I don't actually know what you were doing. Me and McNabb did stuff. Well, no, it's like, yeah, pretty much, right? Me and James met at this, this restaurant. We used to own the kitchen pretty much didn't we like black market we'd like smuggle profiteroles in from the back lorries and stuff like that we knew everyone it was like good fellas it was like good fellas, like good fellas. <laughs> and then i met james at college i was in music b-tech you were in music technology weren't you james uh, i was too joe joe was yeah, joe yeah but i met you after it was funny right I met James and then we went. I went to meet him in the, one of the studios and I was talking to James I didn't realise no one else was in the fucking room and there's this big TV like a really old fashioned TV and we me and James are talking Joe just popped up like a gnome out off the TV goes I like Hard House <laughs> were we talking about Hard House at the time though? No, I don't think we were <laughs> I must have been trying to impress you or something it's probably a male crush or something like that wasn't it and that's how I met Joe as well we yeah. all met through college really I think and then I moved down to London and uh did this track and I said to James do you want to work on this with us and they were like yeah and that was you are you are and then we just got Joe in there and that was it I came in to mix Tokyo Blues didn't I Tokyo yeah. Blues and then you liked what I did and you said yay man you want to join this band I was trying to get a sense of the dynamic of Look Set. I mean, like, who sort of does what. So I talked to Sunglasses Kid, who said, I think he met up with you, Adam. He did, yes. And I know he mentioned to me that you had sort of played him a track and said, here's the song mm. as I made it, and then here's what it sounds like now after the other dudes came in and elevated it, I'll say. Well, it's, it's a mixed match of everything, isn't it, lads? So, like, whoever comes with the ideas, we all sprinkle a bit of nipple dust on it and... Just make it as own as like. <laughs> what the fuck you know kind I mean? of expression is that? Nipple dust, innit? It's like magic. Mm. <laughs> what? But Andy, Andy, you need to fucking live a little, man. Come on, Andy, man. <laughs> I much prefer the dust from the back of the knees. <laughs> <laughs> what do you prefer, Joe? What part of body, nipple dust, leg dust? What dust do you like? Dust from a body? Yeah. Mm. Carps. <laughs> <laughs> How long gone? What? <laughs> How long gone? The dead car. Oh, sorry. Right, yeah, God. Little tur. No, dickhead. How, how long has it been dead? The corpse. Just the tur. No, you dick. Before you use the dust from the body. John. I can't think of a humorous length of time. <laughs> how long has it been dead, the, the corpse? A week. Right. A week's worth of dead corp dust. Yeah. That's about a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, what I, what tends to happen is I come up with an idea, send it to the boys, they work the magic, and then vice versa, they come up with an idea, send it my way, I put vocals down, whatever, add a little bit of a touch to it, and it's just, it just we just bounce off each other, don't we? Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Well, obviously we're not bouncing off each other today, but yeah, no, it's it's just it, it's just I don't know, Andy, what the fuck do you want me to say? I thought it was interesting. This is what people like. They like this sort of behind the scenes stuff, don't mm. they?
it's interesting to me who brings what to the table, you know? And especially when, when someone's the singer, they take the sort of center stage. And so it's interesting to me to go like, well, who, who's really doing what, you know, like Adam's got his face out there, photo shoots and shit. And then uh, the other dudes are sort of quietly in the background. And I'm like, what, what the fuck are they doing? We're not allowed to show our face to be fair. <laughs> Most of the stuff we've done so far has been McNabb on lead mm. composition. And then we've taken it. Added some little extra riffs here and there and then. I think me, me and Joe are the technical people. <laughs> McNabb's the creative person or the creative lead in this Although case. With, with a lot of the new stuff, we've been each leading yeah, different tracks. That's the album that's like coming up soon. We've had we've all like we've all been busy in that as well, haven't we? So like the stuff with vocals on, you could say like I'm the creative behind it and everything you know sorting it all out and stuff but with like instrumentals and whatnot and like bits and bats there i think it's more, like you guys as well in it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it works it does work it does work i'm gonna work my way just through your tracks okay and we'll spend a little bit of time with each one you can say what you like you cannot say what you like it's all good we'll talk about whatever it is that makes the creative juices flow tonight is about a guy who creates this woman. It's a bit like Weird Science. In fact, it's just copied off Weird Science, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He creates this woman. He knows he's not going to be around forever. She's like some cyber lover. And he can only have sex with her online. Was Cyber Lover the original name for the track? I think it was, you know. Yeah. Something like Cyber Lover 3000, I think the original track was called. So tonight is basically about a girl who's cyberly enhanced and made by a, an old Wait, could you say Amstrad computer? Amstrad? Not Amstrad, fucking... We don't really know what Adam sings about half the time. An old IBM mainframe. Yeah, okay, that. we'll go with that, we'll go with that. Yeah, these guys, they don't even... I send them stuff, right? And they don't even listen to the vocals or... They just listen to the track. That's what you, I think that's what you're trained to do, I guess. That's what's in your blood, I guess, you guys. So they, like, just bypass everything else and just do the track. And then I'm like, well, guys, did you listen to the vocals? Oh, mm, not interested. No, no, Adam, no. <laughs> Tonight, tonight, oh, yeah, I'm a cyber lover. Oh, I need your lover. Ooh, come alive. Tonight, 
it's really weird though because like my process is like say if i put a track down normally andy right I, when i sing it i do with vowels like sing vowels you know i don't even like write about the lyrics first i just get like a melody in my head mm-hmm. and then when i sing it and then listen back at it it's kind of weird like i hear words in there so i like slot it all in so, so half the time it probably doesn't make sense but it don't matter. It sounds good, though, doesn't it? Cigarettes do that, don't they? You what? Cigarettes do the similar thing, I think. Except they they never fill it in with any words. No, just make shit up. Make shit up. Yeah. Tonight is a wicked song. I think you've got some place on the web where you posted the lyrics because you know whenever I talk to people about that track, they always think you say "silent lover" or or, or, or "cider lover." Yeah, cider lover. For those alcoholics out there, <laughs> no, it's cyber lover. Just to just to clarify, it's cyber lover. Excellent. I, I'm quite surprised because we did. I didn't. I didn't know you were going to do that. Not well, but I didn't know you were going to be that popular. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was a bit trancy tonight. It I, has a trance it's, it's element. It's one of my favorites. Am's mind is my favorite, so I just like to put it out there. Yeah, I, okay. I still, I've still got love for you. Are you are? To be honest, I don't know. It's just got everything going for it. Bless it, and I, I think it will succeed in life. <laughs> I think we've got better. I think we've got better tracks coming out. Oh be mate, fair. yeah, yeah, Andy, you're gonna piss it and come at the same time, mate. Mm. Well, I yeah, don't. Uh, I don't want to do that. It's going to happen, no matter what. There's no hiding it. Some sort of crazy rewiring of your organs. I <laughs> just fucking refuse. Was that meant to be Cockney? Yeah, fucking refuse, Gav. Is that what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking refuse, Gav. Because every time, right? Check this guy out, right? Andy, right? Me and Andy, hello. Always play Battlefield Three <laughs> online, right? Well, I play. He just sits there with a fucking gun, looking up at the sky, going, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> uh, and uh, all he does is just takes the piss out of like English people all the time, don't you? You come on, I say, all right, Andy. Oh, you fucking wanker! But that's oh, all, you tosser! That's all I know how to do. The only other that's thing, the only other um, thing I do because I watch a lot of like old British TV, but they had a different way of speaking, right? There's that RP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Posh. It posh. sounds like you, you're a, posh a speak, news reporter. It? When they talk like this all the time. Yeah. So if I was reading something here, here's a synthetics review of. 2080s with Lucasette. Very nice. I like that. I like that. That's a good good title. The UK's Lucasette have been firing on all cylinders of late with their incredible Arms of Mind song still in our hearts and minds. They've lent their considerable vocal talent to Jordan F for a re-envisioning of his Under the Sun track. Is this a recording? (laughs) (laughs) Is that live? I think it's an audio book, that. I love reading Rick Shithouse's reviews because um, he has a way with words. Oh, mate, it's like poetry, isn't it? Mm. He has a way with words, that lad. I always love reading his stuff. Actually, we can make one of Rick's dreams come true right now. Okay. So here's what he's written, because you guys... I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Look, (laughs) listen, you're fucking doing it. I don't even know how we're going to accomplish this because his dream was to see you all fucking lined up naked, but in the same room. So we need to use Photoshop. I'm good at green screening. You guys are filming now, right? Well, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we going to do to each other? Like that human centipede. Exactly. You're going to fuck each other. <laughs> well, I'm going to go first. I'm having Joe's mouth sellotape to my ass. Sellotape. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say sellotape? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one word I will censor. I'll keep everything else in, but sellotape is just—it just doesn't play in North America. What do they say? <laughs> what do they say? Hi, I'm Andy Sin. <laughs> I'm not using sellotape. I'm using sticky back plastic. 
Sticky back plastic's another British thing. Is it? What do you what did you just say the brand name then? Because Art Attack, that's all he ever talked about, right? Anytime yeah, you'd watch yeah. it's like you've got your sticky back plastic. If ever I talked about Art Attack, it was always in reference to sticky back plastic because he's the only guy I've ever heard in the universe say it. And now you. So now I've on, got but he actually didn't he have an art attack in real life though, didn't he, that guy? Wait, no, no, he was killed by a stingray. No, nah. you're thinking of fucking Steven, <laughs> what's his name? What was he doing with it? It just flew in the window. <laughs> Careful with that stingray. I don't want it anywhere near me. You know, when I was in college, I got kicked out of class as if I was in public school once. In college, I couldn't stop laughing in class, right? And I have this crazy laugh. Someone said something funny, and then I couldn't stop. And the teacher actually, like, said, go sit in the hall. And I was 21 years old. 21? College, man. You're an adult. So you were just this lonely college student of 21 <laughs> in a hall laughing on your own. And you thought to yourself, I need to turn my life around. I need to get my own radio show and live in Canada. Yes, because originally I was from Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> This, this interview is going to be really depressing for people, isn't it? They're going to think, oh, yeah, look, I said, yeah. Oh, God, what the fuck are they on about? Rick Shithouse, okay? Shithouse. He did um, a thing where he asked you guys 20 questions or something about the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which confused me a bit because that's when I didn't realize that Lucaset was three people. And then he says, oh, but there's three members and uh, here's uh, some questions they asked. And then he says, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall while all these important answers were being decided upon. So now he gets to be that fly as you tell me how the fuck you answered these questions, how you came up with one answer for each thing when there's fucking three of you. Quite easy. We just, we just said, um, Adam, you just do that while the rest of us go to work and earn some money. <laughs> I'll have a sandwich. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. I'll have a, I'll have no, a no, no, you did. You did consult a little bit. I can't remember what the answers were. Well, let me quiz you. Question number one. Favorite year of the 80s? He just picked his fucking birth year. Mm, 84 for me, birth year. 83. He picked 83, didn't he? 83 yeah. is the best for everything. You got, you got Thriller. Mm. Adam McNabb. You got, <laughs> li you got Lionel Richie album as well, Back to Front. You had all the classics come out that year. What did you have in 84? Syphilis. <laughs> and me coming out. <laughs> you coming out. When did you come out? 84? March 84. Yeah, man. Check this out, right? In the 80s, yeah? Yeah. No. There was a... <laughs> dietary supplement i don't know if you've heard of it right it was so funny called aids now hear me out right it was called a y d s right which like basically goes hi i'm i'm jeff but now thanks to aids i've lost 300 pounds <laughs> there's no way and that's way, real no way i swear to god i swear to god check right, listen right put aids commercial right because before aids was announced as announced <laughs> they, they, they had that press conference the president came up and said... The president of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, this advert, all these adverts came out. And it's so... <laughs> I've tried fad diets, powders, pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo. Until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off. AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy. And there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous. With AIDS, I ate less, so the weight came off. To help keep it off when I sometimes want things loaded with calories, AIDS helps put me in control. Let the AIDS plan teach you how to take off weight and help keep it off. Try peanut butter AIDS. You got the right answer. It was 1983. Yay. Ting! That's very good. I'm not going to do this whole list. I would have said 81. You know, it turns out... We found out last week I have the same birthday as you, Adam. You certainly do, mate. We might as well go, John. Let's get out of here. You two just make love to yourselves. <laughs> <sighs> Done.
So did you guys go to school for music? Me and Joe studied music technology. Uh, like a BTEC level, which is like, uh, I suppose it's your, it's 16 to 18, isn't it? Yeah, we don't know so what you got that college is. 16 to 18. Because you finished high school at 16. And then me and Joe went to university together to do music technology. And now neither of us work in music technology, <laughs> which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, you, you're channeling it all into look a set though, aren't you? So you still got a little light flickering on inside you it feels good doing look a set yeah <laughs> oh god i've got something to look for again <laughs> so what are you dudes doing in your uh spare time then i see because adam's you know his fucking timeline is full of all this pantomime and silly pictures and playstation and stuff and i didn't quite get a handle on like what what your guys deals are I'm sorry, I keep I keep lumping you guys in because you're in the same room, mm, but mm. it's easier. I suppose we try and meet up as much as we can to yeah. do look a set of stuff in the evenings. Um, I watch a lot of Netflix. I see that a lot <laughs> on Facebook, actually, mate. Yeah, you do watch a lot of Netflix, but Quantum Leap. Yes. So I'll give you that. I think I'm going to watch Labyrinth next. I am dance not. magic dance. <laughs> I was just going to say I watched the. Uh, it was really strange. You know they released this extended edition of The Hobbit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they've reinserted a musical number that the Goblin King sings. What? And it is so tonally weird compared to the rest of the film that it's almost like it's gone to like Labyrinth for a second. Like the Goblin King s- sings a song. Wait, is it when they clean up the plates? Or is that something no, else? No, no, no. I this is okay. I this think is you're new. Thinking of, you're thinking of Snow White, Joe. Oh, you're thinking. Oh, the. <laughs> In The Hobbit, right, there is several scenes where, like, the dwarfs kind of sing songs. And in the extended edition, which was just released, like, yesterday, ah, right, okay. there's a, some added bits in, like, with all the extended ones. And they put in this musical number sequence with, with the Goblin King. And it's like a full-on song where, like, the goblins oh, get in on it, too. Fucking lord. It's just really tonally strange because afterwards they cut their heads off and stuff. <laughs> Gandalf and the dwarves run out of there like chopping people's heads off and then like they slice the fucking Goblin King's belly and then he falls to his death and Oh is it a romantic comedy? Is it a rom com or something? That's what I pretty much do on a Tuesday night, to be fair. <laughs> is slicing the goblin's belly some sort of euphemism, I don't know. No, not really. I just, there's just a lot of goblins around here. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what is your PlayStation connection? You've got some connection to them. No, well, I work in promotions as well, so it's like stupid hours that. It's like promotions. It could be one minute I could be working for Samsung. Next minute I could be working for PlayStation. But PlayStation PlayStation's been like a massive part of my workload over the past couple of years. So I did a few promotions for them one day. Well, not, yeah, over the year. And uh, one of the guys from Sony Rep liked what I did and said would you like to work for the London team and I was like yeah of course yeah so I ended up working for them for a bit but ended up spending a lot of time writing paperwork than actually doing anything else so I just had to, I, it was too much for us and then after that I just they just they still liked us but I just went back into promotions so I just do a lot of like PlayStation and whatnot so it's good man because you get to go to all like Eurogamer and it's just, they just keep hiring us and going there and testing out like the new ones like PlayStation 4 and stuff so we have like a, a behind the scenes before everyone else does which is cool really I've got a job I've never done well I've done but uh, it's, it's gift wrapping for M&S <laughs> So I'm gift wrapping for M&S up until Christmas. That's exciting. Do they make you dress up? Uh, no. You're not gift wrapping as like an elf? No. Are you sure? I don't know. It could be. I don't know, mate. There's all sorts of jobs going on, mate. So I'm just doing all sorts, but it's cool. It's good fun. I enjoy it because it's like it's different every day rather than doing a boring accountant job. You know what I mean, James? I know what you mean, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Talk to me a bit about uh, you are you are. Oh, I'm I'm out I'm out of this, isn't it? Yeah, this this was before Joe's time. This one, yeah. Um, <laughs> and we've mixed it down on a speaker and a half, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which you may or may not be able to tell. One of my speakers broke. Yeah, it was good though. No, it was good. It sounds good. I had this track, I I had in like my computer for about I think it was about a year, James, before I even asked you to see if you'd like to work on it with us. Because before that, I've been doing all sorts of stuff as well. I've been doing like jazz, classical and all that. So, and then I just thought, this sound sounds quality, the 80s sound. So I just stuck with it. Yeah, I just said to James, do you want to come down and help us with this track? And it took us about two days, I think, didn't it, James? To sort it all out properly, like a date mine, date yours. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was, um, there was something there and then it got added to and then we mixed it down at mine, didn't we? Redid the vocals. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. It's about, it's just about boyfriend, girlfriend stuff, really. You know, problems. Is it? And like, <laughs> it's just about basically, this girl doesn't even need to try. You know, she she just is just awesome. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> Mother, I'm good at reading signs, but that's not good enough for you. me and James are just just listening to music constantly weren't we yeah we just listen to all sorts I mean Airfix Twin Winderlick as soon as I heard that man I was just like that fucking video is still one of my favourite music videos I love that video so much is it who, who did the video was it Chris yes Chris Cunningham Chris Cunningham, Cunningham, yeah, Cunningham yeah, yeah. man he's brilliant mm-hmm. and, yeah. and he did that Rubber Johnny one for him as well didn't he yeah yeah Bjork, Bjork's All Is oh, Full of Love yeah yeah yeah, yeah the robots yeah no, that's, that's a good one yeah because before that I was I used to be like I used to live in Spain mate I was from when I was six months old to when I was 13 I was living in Spain I dreamt of being a footballer never even thought about music what yeah wait so do you speak uh... si no yo puedo hablar español también <laughs> con mi uh, acento español si ¿Qué? ¿Qué dices 
So yeah, no, it's, and then I came back to England. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I didn't know what to do then. I was like, what the hell do I do? But I think from when I was in Spain, I still had my old Casio keyboard. So I was always busting out tunes with that. Yeah, coming back to here, I met James. Because I came back in 96. I think, what time, when did we start work, James, at that place? Was it about 2000 or 2001 or oh, something where, like where, that? Where, where's this accent from then? What accent? His accent. What do you mean? What, my Yorkshire accent? Yeah, you just get it from your parents. Yeah. I just feel like Yorkshire accents is like very addictive, isn't it? It's, it's great. I came back and then met James and all that. And just my musical influence is like, like in a gay way, blossomed from there. Maybe You Are You Are is about you and James. Maybe, James. I wondered why you <laughs> kept kissing me when you were singing it. But... <laughs> Carry on. So yeah, that's... Uh... I don't even know what the question was, mate. I'm just... Uh... The question was, what are you wearing? Vulcanized rubber thong, which means it won't perish. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Let's just sit on that for a while. He is. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to edit this episode. I'm just going to play this exactly as it is. There's some boring bits in this bit. We're just umming and ahhing half the time and making you noises. Th th throw some white noise into it to make it really <laughs> insane. When Lucasette is featured on another on another artist, or when there is a Lucasette remix, who's doing it? Adam does the singing. Joe does the. Well, we've only had one remix, and <laughs> I just did it. Yeah, he just did it because he had time. James just overlooks things with a cup of tea and a and a, and a hot water bottle. Like a foreman. <laughs> I'm just like a foreman. <laughs> Looking over him with his cup of tea. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Keep that bit <laughs> with his hard hat. That song, Strut, then, you're saying, so, like, Joe was the one who did the remix? Yeah, Adam helped a bit with the, that lit. Oh, yeah, yeah, towards the end. Yeah, that was cool, man. It just sort of developed really quickly, so I just kept doing it, and I had some spare time in the evening.
So boys, 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 are, are we gonna get? Are you guys gonna get the PlayStation Four or the Xbox One? Xbox One. I might upgrade my PC. What about you, Andy? I've made an executive decision because I was I was originally going to get the PlayStation Four at launch, but. They delayed Watch Dogs, which was the game. I don't want to make the same mistake I made with my Wii, with my Wii U, which was I bought the console and there was nothing to play. And I want to have the, the purchase justified. You know, in the old days, you got a Super Nintendo and then you had Super Mario Brothers World and there was this huge game and it was had great graphics and it justified like, holy shit, we've moved to the 16-bit. This is fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. N64 came out and we had Mario 64 and it was like, holy shit, this fucking 3D Mario and it was amazing. That was epic. And that, that game is epic. still like one of my favorite, you know, games of all time. And so there was... GoldenEye. Yeah, well, GoldenEye is fantastic. GoldenEye, Proximity Mines and Multiplayer always fucked everyone up. I lost yeah. so many friends using them fuckers. <laughs> I don't have an N64. Well, the cartridge is like 80 quid. Yeah, man. And I first got Turok, it was like 70 quid. <laughs> no, I... Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah, because back then it wasn't... Uh, there, was, there wasn't really any sort of regulation as far as, like, video game costs. So I bought Conker's Bad Fur Day. I remember that. Conker's was... A hundred bucks. Yeah. hundred fucking Canadian dollars. I paid 114 for fucking Mortal Kombat Ultimate or whatever the hell it was for N64. But, um, yeah, but Conker's, have you still got Conker's Bad Fur Day? I love, that's one of my favorite games of all time, man. I love it. Have you it. still got it? Yes. Have you actually got it boxed and everything? I do have the box still, yes. Mate, that is an absolute rare game to get now. So it's like... The You're an idiot. Was that a pun? No, no. Honestly, no, no. That's a, actually, fuck that. I just got that myself. Because <laughs> um, it's actually made by rare boys. But yeah, no, it's an actual collector's now. So on eBay in England, mm -hmm. it's like going for 150 quid. So it's like 300 bucks. Because now there's sort of a regulated thing. You don't go do any store in Canada. All video games are the exact same cost. So it doesn't matter where you go. For me, it's three ninety nine Canadian dollars to buy a PlayStation Four. So basically, um, I don't want to make the same mistake and see PlayStation Four was like, okay, I'm going to get this. It's three ninety nine. It's cheap. It's going to have a wicked game at launch. I'm not too keen on Killzone. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. I'm I'm still having a bit of trouble with it because I've been like demoing it and it just doesn't look. See, I'm not particularly wowed at next gen graphics at the moment. I mean, you can know you can add like more detail, mm -hmm. but I'm I'm looking at the PS3 and like when when SNES jumped from SNES to N64, I was I was eating my own piss, not drinking it even, but I was like, <laughs> it's like, it so good. The jump's totally underwhelming this time isn't it yeah it's mm -hmm. slow it's a slow thing it's a hard sell the reason why i was going to get the ps4 was because of the cost because like that's a really cheap entry point for a, a next generation console but it just doesn't you know you look at the games and you're like the playstation 3 has achieved and you know and xbox as well have achieved some such amazing visuals that you know, if you play games like Uncharted or, you know, Last of Us or any of those or even like the God of Wars and stuff, like, they look incredible. And as I play them, I'm just thinking, like, how could this look better? Like, so there'll be slightly cleaner polygon lines and there'll be, yeah. like, a couple more people in the crowd when you're walking in an open world game. You know, people always say that about GTA, like, oh, there's not enough cars on the street or, like, there's not enough people. But if the game actually was populated like a real city, it'd be a really shitty game to play. <laughs> Because you'd never be able to fucking drive the car. Like, you'd be stuck in traffic, and then the, every time you got out to run, you'd be bumping into people. Like, it'd be bullshit. That is true, Andy. Yeah, thank you. That's, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for that.
I was talking to a uh, perturbator the other day. Phone! What? Is that my phone? Is that your phone? Fuck you on about, man. Mm. Hang on, there's something going off, like, you know that weird fucking phone shit? The ring? That noise. <laughs> you, know, like, you know when you first got the internet, it goes... Have you got a spectrum running uh, in the back? Dial-up internet. Remember we used to have dial-up internet? Are you talking about the old-school modems? Yeah. Uh, I'm Andy Synth. We're here to talk about the old-school modems. I like titties. I like big fucking titties. <laughs> big bouncing fucking titties. <laughs> He's just playing as our own game here. Uh, tell me about doing the collaboration with the uh, Perturbator. Well, uh, he came to me and he <laughs> said, Adam, uh, I would love to have your voice on uh, this track. Mate, this guy, Perturbator, James, man, he is an absolute legend, man. Yeah, I know. He's so fucking talented, that guy. And I've got... Yeah, he's got his fingers in so many pies, man. He's worked really hard and, like, that's what I love about him because he's, like... He's got, even got like tracks in Hotline Miami, which is a great game as well. Mm. And he's just he's just really dedicated. So, and I've always like listened to his music as well. And he just asked us. He said, "Mate, love it if you had your voice on this." And I'd be like, "Let me have a listen." Loved it. I agreed. I agreed. You agreed. Joe agreed. I love the waves at the beginning of that track. Yeah, he he knows how to work. He knows how to work a woman. He bloody does. He, that French, like I don't. Yeah, he's French, but he lives in America, right, or something. Or no, no, no. He's America? he's full on France. Why does it say USA on his thingy then? Because he's a fucking his... liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you come up with the lyrics? I wrote the lyrics and did the the vocals, obviously. But um, he just he, yeah, he loved it, and I didn't think he would at first. I was just I did the chorus. I just proper belted it out upstairs and uh, my housemates were like, thought I were dying. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved it, he loved it. And I just went I just went from there. But it all, see, with me, right, it's really weird because his track, I was doing it in bits and bats. So it like a story rather than doing like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Do you know what I mean? I like to do stuff where it's like just something different every time. Mm -hmm. So that track especially was like perfect for that. So I started off like loads, building it up and then hit it straight in with the chorus and then just something different again just because the track itself is really hard to keep 
going. Do you know what I mean? Because it's the same going all the way through, which is great by itself. Instrumentally, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful, right? And but just to do it with vocals, you have to change it up every time, and that's how it came to be, basically. Yeah, just just stuck at it, and he loved it. I had um, a really nice moment the other day because I was walking home, and it was like nighttime, and it started raining, and then that song came on my iPod as I was walking. Yeah. And it's a perfect fucking nighttime rain song, man. Lovely. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you think so, lad. <laughs> Talk to me about Tokyo Blues. Uh, it was really weird because, like, <clears throat> I was written it because I used to live in Japan anyway. I was fucking this Asian broad, right? Is that where it starts? No, no, no. But I was. Uh, it was kind of close. She was fucking me. <laughs> 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 and I was just like, yeah, I was just. In, I went in Japan for a year, and it was just amazing, absolutely amazing place, and like, I fell in love with it. And uh, I didn't want to leave, basically, but I've missed my deadline for my contract, so I had to come back. And uh, yeah, it's, it was just like, I just started creating this track, this like slow paced track. And it was really weird because I tried to find like a little hook in it. You know, like, trying to, I was starting off with the bass and the drums and stuff. And I was on the train going up to Yorkshire at the time. And do you know when the tannoy comes off, I was just like hitting the, I was just hitting the drums and the pad and whatnot. And do you know when the little bell comes on in the, in the train, it goes ding, ding. That fitted nicely with the track, it was really weird, it was really weird. So I used that, like I just put it in with the keys. I didn't like, just didn't sample it or anything. That's what kind of triggered that. And then like, the track just went on from there, really. A lot of people say to us, like as well, you know, like the arpeggiator when it goes dun, 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 and it's kind of like on edge. So even though it's calming and soothing, the arpeggiator goes a bit off out of tune and that, and it kind of like throws you a little bit. So I, I love, I love that aspect of it, you know, to keep it, even though it's kind of like ringing in the background, you're still calm, but it's like that on edge sort of feeling. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And that's the sort of feeling that I got when I was in Japan, you know, you, you love it, but you kind of feel a bit lost away from home.
all three of us were working on that one. We, me and Joe, yeah, more the technical more, people. Yeah, Marvin mixed down that for us, wasn't it? Yeah. But you added bits in as well, like towards the end, especially that were beautiful at the end, like were you? The bit at the end was just chopped up of the bits you gave. Did, was it a WAV mix down there? I think so, yeah. So we just got like the stems from uh, the Adam, wav. The wav, just the WAVs, and then that bit at the end, because we didn't have any actual MIDI or sequence bits, we just chopped up the audio and did some weird timing stuff with it. Mm. But it worked nice. Yeah, and I think it worked well. Essentially what happens, I think, the process is Adam comes to us with a track and then we make it sound as it sounds and add a few bits and bats in to complete it, really. But without you guys, there wouldn't be no look a set, you know what I mean? So that's off to you. You guys create so much. When you come back at with the stuff I'm like blown away by it everyone's got their own input to it on the album what you're probably going to hear is some fairly different yeah, I wonder if you'll types hear that. of production I, I reckon because we both started song, we've all started songs on this we've this all started songs album, and they're probably going to sound like they came from a different producer really but it works it works this is probably like what describes us boys right I'm 80s throughout yeah Joe's in the middle like sort of you could like class Joe's 80s slash you could say like Daft Punk inspired. Um, I don't, I don't know, cause I'm, I'm always really trying to get that authentic eighties thing. You are I'm now. I'm a big fan of that. Aren't I? Yeah, I like really overly cheesy synth stabs and chords and stuff. But yeah, I think the influence of Arms of Mine at the end very much was us fucking about. Us fucking about, really, and that's what we like to do. I think yeah. we want some big. And it was, bloody hell. Because Rick, Rick Shithouse wasn't sure about that end, was he? At no, he wasn't. No, a lot of people, it's the mixed one, really, but it doesn't matter, though, does it? It's what, what mm, we it like works to create. Li- it works live, though, I think. Oh, my God, yeah. That's fucking cool live. Everyone were blown away by that when we gigged in uh, Shoreditch. Was it Shoreditch? Hoxton, Hoxton. Oh, Queen of Hoxton, sorry. That guy came in halfway, I think, through Arms of Mine. I think that was our last track. They came up to you and goes, Guys, who are you? I went, uh, <laughs> Well, like I said, he goes, Oh my God, I came to see other band that's coming on next, but you guys are ace. I'm going to do a little review about you. <laughs> You've only heard half a track. <laughs> How many times have you guys uh, done the live performance? Once in front of my mum, <laughs> and then <laughs> no, we did it twice. Once in Leeds, and that was that was our first ever one. And man, that was stressful as hell. No, so, no, London was ones. worse. No, for me, oh yeah, it was worse. But yeah. for me, because I lost my voice on that first gig, oh, yeah. I lost my yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. not having yeah. it. I was yeah. fuming. And then the second one, oh my god, Andy, man, that was crazy. We started, we got there, didn't we? Brighton early. And Joe had everything on his laptop and uh, he turned it on and it just went dead. Wouldn't turn on at all. Oh no. And we were meant to do a sound check in like an hour and a half or something like that or or an hour or whatever. It was coming up close and I started heavily drinking. (laughs) 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 Oh, like guys need to get this fixed otherwise we're fucked. We're not going to perform. I'll turn the guys in. I said to the guys who own it and stuff like that and we're running it. I said, look guys, if we don't get it fixed tonight, we're not going to be able to do it. And they're like, oh, what? No way and stuff like that. And uh, Joe and James are like proper whiz kids when it comes to like technical and like computer stuff. 
so I would have stood there like sat in a corner shitting on myself and just like these guys are just sorting it all out and I was I was a mess wasn't I I don't think we were gonna we just work. about made it I'd seen the nerdy little error before I knew which software to get it was getting the software though wasn't it yeah by oh any my means God. yeah 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 so we were even I don't know how did we get it in the end we had to buy it we bought the software and they... installed it and it worked beautifully yeah. but we had to use someone else's laptop as well yours did we? That was mine. Yeah, yeah I douche. think I brought mine, yeah. What did we do and with it? We plugged though? it into mine. Oh, we ran oh god, yeah, we ran the software. Well, yeah, and by that time I had about I had about eight pints, right? And me, being me, I can only manage two pints before I get absolutely legless. Like absolutely shit faced, Rick shit faced. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I had eight pints and I was absolutely fucked. I was hysterical, I was crying, I was laughing, I was all sorts, and then yeah, it was we got it all sorted, didn't we? I didn't know you were crying. <laughs> I didn't see the crying bit. I was crying inside. <laughs> but it was a good gig, though. So what was that like? Because you'd gone from this sort of long-distance thing of trading files and doing mixes and stuff. So when you finally got together, like, how did you organize who was going to be doing what and that sort of thing? So we sort of went through, we literally opened up the original mix downs and then muted the bits we wanted to play, didn't we? Yeah. It wasn't particularly... Um skillful from our point of view no i mean to do it properly we'd need oh, seven yeah. band members yeah exactly. that's the thing you have to have some sort of backing track don't you to yeah. make it work but yeah in future i'd like it to be more hands-on and i'd like it to be more um someone drumming and yeah well the thing like is that. though guys sunglasses kid has offered his uh, hand to drum for us as well he's a he's a professional qualified drummer oh sweet does he have any V drums? Can we um, put a shout out to Sunglasses Kid for if he's got V drums, then he can join us for our next. But only if he's got V drums. Only if he's got V drums, otherwise he can fuck off. <laughs> Talk to me then about your upcoming project, right? You guys keep hinting at some album you're working people have on. been asking for this for years like we, we originally said it were going to come out the beginning of this year didn't we yeah but mate honestly since work and everything it's taken over all of us really because they work during the day i sometimes work in the night so it's like really hard trying to pick a time to get it all sorted really you get home and just don't you just want to watch tv don't you you don't want to chill but it's just like different times for us really so it's like i finish the vocals for them send it to them and then they do whatever with the tracks and stuff like that so but it's just been a long process, lad. And uh... also, I think I think there's a lot of artists just chucking loads of stuff out really quickly, and we can't understand how that how it comes out so quickly. You know I what think, I mean? I, because I we it's because we all want input, and they're probably working on their own, aren't they? Yeah, well, that yeah. But we make things. We're not happy with things unless it's unless it's absolutely perfect, you know. So yeah, the songs take. Literally, Tokyo Blues must have took about. What two, two or three months or something like that to actually get the mix down right. But the thing is, though, that was that was when we were starting out, you see. And yeah. now that we've got into a light, nice little rhythm, we know each other. If you know what I mean, musically now, I think, which is cool. Because before we'd just be like, yeah, thinking nothing. Because when we put you are, you are out, we didn't think nothing of it, Andy. We thought, right, we'll just put it out there. This is what we do, and then it just exploded. Didn't it? It just like it just went a bit. It just went a bit mental, and I was like, "Oh." I'd be careful about saying "exploded." It's we're not we're not exactly the Arctic Monkeys, are we? To be fair, <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, yeah. But I mean, we we didn't expect to get as much feedback as we did. We thought we'd just no. get, we'd just get three plays here, and then just like, uh, "Oh, that, that was all right for a minute." Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really weird. 
It's such a buzz though, isn't it? When you put, upload that track to SoundCloud. Yeah, you, you upload it and then the you get in. We're getting about a thousand plays, aren't we? Straight off in the day and then yeah. it just sort of simmers out then. Yeah. But it's exciting to see how... I know we're not talking big figures in the grand scheme of things, but it's, 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 it's big to us because yeah. we're just three people who sit in bedrooms making music. So <laughs> it's nice to see that. It's nice to see that figure just sort of rise... <laughs> from 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 our from our point of view, quite quickly. Yeah. So every single yeah, thing yeah, yeah. you're saying sounds like a euphemism. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've just realised we're just sitting in our bedrooms watching it rise. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the part of the show where you name check all the people you hate in the scene, other artists. Andy synth. Just. <laughs> <laughs> So when are we actually going to start this interview then? Mm-hmm. What? When are we starting this interview? Have we started already? <laughs> it's over now. No, it can't be over now. Is that it? What, what else do you want to talk about? Even, we haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to my podcast? That's what it's like. Where's that? Do you hear that white noise? Oh my God, is that Derek from Other Side? <laughs> Derek, is that you? Sorry, was I supposed to do a voice? Who's going to pretend to be the ghost here? Derek, if you're there, tap twice. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to fucking cut your head off. <laughs> Why does he sound like he's talking into a paper phone? Because well, he's, he's a ghost. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking ghost, man. <laughs> well, I hope this interview has been very educational for you. Andy. I don't think anybody's going to ever speak to us again, to be honest <laughs> with you, Adam. What I like is everybody sort of brings a different uh, flavor to their episodes, you know what I mean? So some of them are silly and some of them are a little bit more serious. Yeah, yeah, we don't do serious though, do we, boys? It's hard work, isn't it? It's hard work we, for I, us. I, I struggled then to answer some of his questions. I was like, um... You keep on referring to my questions as if I'm like... <laughs> asked you some like hard-hitting shit and it's like what's your name what do you like to do so even that's difficult yeah but it's just like knowing that people are gonna listen to this and go i've just wasted an hour and a half of my fucking life <laughs> listening to this cunt talking cunts <laughs> yeah there's several yeah yeah i'm still debating whether or not i'm gonna censor that word on my show no censor it if you have to like whatever you want man some um, people squirm well we could always reschedule and do another interview later if you want oh fuck no <laughs> <laughs> we could actually just say guys i know you've been waiting patiently stupidly patiently for this album to come out and we can assure you it is coming out but we've just been really busy and we love you and it will come out it will come out eventually are you gonna hold back tracks until like the whole thing is finished or do you think you might drop a single no i think we're gonna well thing is we've got well this is actually an exclusive we could actually probably say this we've actually been in cahoots with some guys who have been working on bigger projects like they've worked on I think the CGI or the actual gradient thing for Harry Potter and Doctor Who and whatnot and uh, they listened to one of his tracks that I will, it's, that still needs to be finished well it's, it's the demo but it's still it's nearly done and they want to do an official video so I think when the album is released we're going to bring out the video as well so that's a good thing to look out for oh that'd be cool yeah yeah, yeah. it's going to be very 80s <laughs> Oh, you're my cyber lover. Whoa, I need you, lover. <laughs> How's weather? How's weather over there, Andy? <laughs> That's my favorite part about your guys' accents is how you take the word the out of things when you just say, like, how's how's weather instead of how's the weather. He did say that. No, he did say it. How's weather? How's weather? How's weather? How's weather? 
Oh, yeah, see what you mean? Ah, you don't hear it. Is it strange for you to hear my accent, Andy, when I talk like this and then hear my voice singing a song? No. I understand the concept of people being able to... Fake a voice. Well, fuck off, then. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, you scumbag. <laughs> well, fuck <laughs> off. Oh, God. You fucking twat. <laughs> Do you have tracks, like, are all the tracks sort of in flux right now? Or do you have, like, you know, two that are locked? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we like to get them spot on, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, we, we are um... pretty much perfectionists, aren't we, boys? Wrap up, wrap up. Let's wrap up. Here's the, here's wrap, the wrap up. up. So it was, uh, it was good talking to you guys, man. and we're done (laughs) no it was good talking to you it was a lot of fun i had fun i hope so yeah we hope so do you each want to do like an individual sign off see you later alligator something like that something cool probably what sound as cool as that andy that was that was epic that was a proper good sign off example (laughs) see you later alligator (laughs) all right ladies and gents my name's adam mcnab from lacassette i'm gonna say to you all Na night, because it's done at night time. Have a good day and keep your ears out for us. We're going to come at you. Balls out and everything. <laughs> shit, shit. That was shit. Shit. No, um, it's, all, it's fine. I'm Adam McNabb from Lickersack, and I would just like to say good night, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed the interview. Uh, I am also Adam McNabb from Lickersack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Na night. No, it's seriously, though. Go on. Adam McNabb. Adam McNabb. Adam McNabb. I am Adam McNabb. This is Joe Wood from Lacassette. Thank you very much. Good night. It's James Leeper from Lacassette. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Did I say my name right? Yes. And I'm Andy Synth. Good <laughs> night. <laughs> my name's Andy Synth, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a sniper <laughs> rifle and aim it at some uh, old steeples in the village. Hopefully there'll be some <laughs> eggnog in there. There might be some eggnog. And that eggnog will break and fall down to the vicar's face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking brilliant, lads. Andy, I'll see you online. Andy, I will probably see you online. Andy, I'll see you in bed. Alrighty, that was Le Cassette. Uh, we had so much fun. I really enjoyed that conversation. I love this episode, and I'm really happy that it was the final episode of the season. I believe on ending on a high, and I don't know if anyone's ever done that before, but if I can coin the phrase, end on a high, I'm going to coin it now. I want to thank everybody who helped me make this show what it is. I want to thank um, Robin Ogden, um, Ogre, who took a chance. Uh, He didn't know who I was. I didn't know there was a scene. I just knew I wanted to do a podcast where I talked to people who made cool music. And he had no idea what the show was going to turn out like. And so I'm always grateful for him saying yes and basically allowing me to put together a pilot episode that I could then play to other people. And of course, uh, I have to thank him for letting me use the song Sure Thing as uh, the theme song for the show. It's uh, an amazing song. And a lot of people I know have heard his music 
through the podcast. You know, I get that comment a lot, either on Twitter or in private messages who just say, what is that song? Like, what's the theme song for your show? And I'm always more than happy to point them in Ogre's direction because it is a kick-ass song. I want to thank uh, Mike Mendoza, aka Hoo-Ha, who was very instrumental in you know, phase two of getting the podcast started. Um, he was my second guest. He was also the person who introduced me to the synthetics group and also to the next few people that I had on the show. You know, that, that was Mike who was sort of making those connections for me. And uh, I'm, I'm always uh, grateful of that because that was incredibly helpful. You know, people like Protector 101 and Vincenzo Salvia and uh, Highway Superstar and Sunglasses Kid and Grooveworthy. You know, these were all people who basically I got sort of connected to uh, through Mike. And I'd also like to just to thank everybody who's been on the show. It's been a lot of fun. I've got a lot of good feedback from people who enjoy uh, hearing our conversations. So I want to thank uh, everybody who's been on. Ogre, Hoo-Ha, Protector 101, Vincenzo Salvia, Highway Superstar, Sunglasses Kid, Grooveworthy, uh, Dana Jean Phoenix, Arc Neon, DAD, Perturbator, Betamax, and of course, Le Cassette. And all the lovely people who have done cameos in the previous episode. And I'm thankful that uh, everyone seemed to enjoy last week's episode, because that is sort of the direction that I'm going to be taking the podcast in, in season two. Um, there will still be some great interviews with people who make cool music, and there's just going to be a little bit more uh, silliness and fun sort of thrown in there. Uh, it's it's sort of important to me to, to, to make sure I make this podcast as sort of entertaining as possible. So uh, expect that in the new year. And now we're going to close the show with a sample from Lucasette's upcoming album. Really thankful the guys uh, let me check out the track, and I'm going to play a bit of it for you now. This is Digital Power by Look Cassette. 